1922. Notre Dame was playing Georgia Tech on October 28th, and Notre Dame won the game 13-3. Now, years later, two of the members of the team, Elmer Layden and Jim Crowley, would tell this story about the game. And they said that during the game, the Fighting Irish players actually said Hail Mary prayers together before scoring the touchdowns. Crowley said that one of the team's linemen named Nobel Kaiser suggested they pray before the first touchdown. So, on was fourth and goal at Georgia Tech's six-yard line during the second quarter. And in the huddle, they did Hail Mary prayers. Right after that, quarterback Harry Studletter, a Catholic, one of the four horsemen, threw a quick pass over the middle to Paul Kastner for the score. Then, later on in the game, the team was on Georgia Tech's six-yard line again during the fourth quarter. It was third down, and they repeated the prayer again. And when they repeated the prayer, the quarterback ran for a touchdown, and Notre Dame won. And Crowley would say, that on multiple occasions, Kaiser would say to him after that game, hey, the Hail Mary play is the best play we've got. Fast forward, December 28, 1975. The Dallas Cowboys were playing the Minnesota Vikings in a playoff game. It was fourth down. Roger Staubach, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, needed a miracle. He launched the ball in the air towards wide receiver Drew Pearson. And what they said against impossible odds, Pearson caught the 50-yard throw and walked right into the end zone to win the game for the Cowboys, stunning the crowd in Minnesota, and the Cowboys went to the NFC Championship game. After the game, they asked Staubach what happened. He said, I just closed my eyes and said a Hail Mary. Now, the Hail Mary is a Catholic prayer that is said in order for people to plead for divine intervention from Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus. And it's a very short prayer. It's a very short prayer. It goes, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Hail Mary. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience. This is Stephen Thompson, and this is my experience. I'm a man who is a husband, a father, a man of faith, and somebody who's just walking through the world trying to be a better person. I want to talk about controversial issues, and I want to do it with compassion so that all of us together can collectively figure all, all of this together. It's better for us to work together and figure things out than to be divided and separated. And then the good that we don't the good that we want to do doesn't get accomplished. And this month, I'm doing 31 podcast episodes. And this special season, right now, I'm looking at the music of Tupac Shakur. I'm calling this the gospel of Tupac Shakur. And today I'm looking at the song Hail Mary. Now, Hail Mary was a song that Tupac released after he passed away. 
It was on his final album called The Don Killamonte, The Seven Day Theory, under his new stage name, Machiavelli. And the song came out after his death. And one of the interesting things about this, the song has a lot of uh, uh, swear words, sexual innuendo. And a funny story is that during a Christmas carol service in the Sri Lankan capital of Colombia, Colombo, in 2016, somebody put the lyrics to Hail Mary on the program instead of the 15th century Catholic prayer. So instead of finding the words, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, blessed among those women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, the carol singers were, deflect, were seeing the song's themes of mortality, violence, sex, and whether they wanted to ride or die. It was also one of Tupac's most famous singles, and it peaked at number 12 on the R&B charts and number eight in the rap singles. And again, this was after he had passed away. Some of the interesting themes that I see in this song, the, the Hail Mary obviously is a last ditch attempt to, to do something positive, to win a football game, the last ditch attempt. And we say Hail Mary because we want intervention, because we want somebody to help us. That's the theme the, of needing an advocate. And when you, you listen to the songs, you can kind of see this, this dynamic playing out. Uh, listen to this. Catch me, Father, please, because I'm falling in the liquor store. That's the Hennessy I hear you calling. Can I get some more? Hail till I reach hell. I ain't scared. Mama checking in the bedroom. I ain't there. I got a head with no screws in it. What can I do? One life to live, but I got nothing to lose. Just me and you on a one-way trip to prison selling drugs. We all wrapped up in this life living as thugs. To my homeboys and Quentin Max doing they bid. Raise hell to the real bleep and feel this. When they turn out the lights, I'll be down in the dark. Thugging eternal through my heart. Now hail Mary. And you see this struggle playing out, this struggle between the good we want to do, the, the, the inescapable path of destruction that we're in when we choose to carry ourselves or live in a certain way and we're, we're battling, we're wrestling, trying to, to get out of a, a situation that we know isn't the best for us, but we don't know how to get out of that situation. At that time, we need an advocate. We need someone to help us. There's times in our lives, in our leadership, in our spiritual lives, when we need advocates. We need somebody to advocate for us. Lewis Williams was a slave. And when he was a boy, his family left Kentucky. And they went to try to find their way to a free state. Free State would have been Ohio, and right across the river from Kentucky and Ohio is the city of Cincinnati. Cincinnati was very anti-slavery. So in his 20s, Williams went to a fortune teller, and he had been living in Cincinnati, but he was an escaped slave. And while he was talking to the fortune teller, he revealed details about his escape. The fortune teller used this information to contact his old master and turn Williams in for a reward. Because at the time, the Fugitive Slave Act, it would allow you to receive compensation for turning in escaped slaves. So the slaveholder traveled to Ohio and caught Williams. 
and they put Williams on trial, and they were going to take him back to Kentucky. But there was a minister, his name was William Troy, and he was the leader of the black community in Cincinnati. And what Troy did, he found an individual who looked just like Williams. And on the day of the trial, Troy took a crowd of supporters to the courthouse. While everybody was distracted by the argument, Williams switched out the body double and switched places. Then Williams got on his knees and crawled out the door, and he eventually made it to Canada. And the body double didn't go back to Kentucky because the body double was a free person who lived in Cincinnati. So they couldn't extradite a free person to Cincinnati. They could only return former slaves to slave states. So that advocate, Troy, was the advocate for Williams and the body double was the advocate for Williams to allow Williams to get out of a bad situation after this fortune teller had betrayed him. So we look at these situations. We need to have advocates in our lives because sometimes it's not always going to be willpower that's going to help us get through difficult situations in our lives, in our career, in our leadership. So Forbes had an article and it listed 19 reasons why willpower alone doesn't help. One of those talked about specifically not getting feedback and we need to get feedback. And they said in the article that a reason to keep trusted people looped in on your plans is that you'll receive feedback on what you're doing if you seek it out. But if you don't seek out feedback, if you only try to work everything out in a vacuum, you're going to lose. You won't have perspective, you won't have accountability, and your apathy will increase. And even research says that if you wisely seek feedback from people, you will perform better. So get feedback. And I think as we look at ourselves, we need, there's three things that we need to do. We need to advocate for ourselves. We need to advocate for someone else. And we need someone to advocate for you. Dan Cable and Freak Vermeulen said in McKinsey Quarterly, they put together the idea of connecting employees with the best version of themselves, but also to a higher aim of what their organization is doing. And here's a quote from the article. It says, the idea that employees perform better when they feel a deep connection to their work is a fundamental part of many corporate reorganizations where agile systems and other efforts are designed to tap a company's greatest assets, the personal creativity of its employees. But it is not enough to institute systematic changes and hope that employees will rise to the task. Instead, senior executives should take the sorts of practical steps that help employees in their search for meaning at work. When successful, these efforts provide a roadmap to help them achieve for aligning the personal aspirations of employees with the most important goals of the organization, a combination that benefits everyone. So at the end, if we are there for people, aligning people with the personal aspirations of their employees with the most important goals of the organization, that's a combination that benefits everyone. So a Hail Mary is prayed or in a time of desperation when they need help. 
So if you're winning a football game, you don't need to throw a Hail Mary at the end of the game. Because you've already won the game. There's no need to throw a long bomb into the end zone. But when you're behind or you're tied and there's no other chance out there for you, you have to throw the Hail Mary. But we can make organizations, we can make our leadership, we can make our lives in a way where we don't have to be desperate and throw that Hail Mary to get us out of a bad situation. Or maybe we do need to throw that Hail Mary. Maybe we are in a situation that's out of our control. Well, when you're in that situation, it's out of your control. When you're in that situation that's toxic, maybe you need to throw that Hail Mary. So we all have to decide where we're at in this process. We want to do our best so we're not in a position where we have to throw Hail Marys. But you know what? If you're in a position where you do, where you have to throw a Hail Mary to get you out of a bad situation or to launch you to where you want to go next, maybe you need to throw that Hail Mary. So you have to decide which way are you walking, what are you doing. Get in the best situation for you. This has been Stephen Thompson, and this is the Stephen Thompson Experience. Thank you so much for listening to me today. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to look up at the sky, and when you do that, I want you to say what you're thankful for, and I want you to look down, and I want you to put your feet underground, and I want you to feel what's underneath you, and I want you to say thank you for it. And then I want to look at your surroundings and everything that you have around you and just think about how incredible it is just to be walking through today and move from that space. Thank you so much. Have a great day.